I can breathe this week. I don't sound Yay. like I'm dying. Well, I sounded like I was dying for like 20 minutes of that podcast, and then like the rest of it, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, gonna... you sounded much better afterwards. Yeah, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff to get through. Uh, here this week on the season of Checkup OVA, it's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello, you do better at that than I do. I've I've said it a lot of times, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of I've kind of gotten used to it. Uh, this is episode 189, and we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. Yep. Starting off with, uh, so we're recording this a little bit earlier than normal, and that means we get to have hot takes on a Nintendo Direct. Oh, yes. Many. Very many. Very many. So last night, Sunday Sunday night, Monday morning, right around midnight, Nintendo was like, hey, we're doing a Nintendo Direct Mini tomorrow at like 7 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> And it's all stuff on on games that we have announced and we are we have done that are our partners and developers are doing. It's all third party stuff essentially. Mm-hmm. No first party stuff. Nope. So so everyone was just like, oh, they're just dumping it because because they don't want to talk about any of the stuff or anything. They just want to get this out of the way. Which in reality is probably because like they announced it because it was like one o'clock in Japan and they're like, hey, yeah. we're doing this later tonight. Yeah. In all reality. So, of course, expectations were high. Because you can't be a Nintendo Direct or anything. Um, The way they... And they also... I think Japan's Twitter kind of came out and was like, Yeah, this is going to be like 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Many in name. Very much so. Um, The way they described like, Hey, we're going to talk about stuff we've already talked about. I was thinking like, Maybe this is about more of like, No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. maybe some other game that they have announced maybe like a bravely default 2 stuff your wild card was bayonetta my my wild card was bayonetta 3 my super wild card was something that actually got talked about here <laughs> <laughs> um so they uh, they opened it up by discussing that they have new cadence of hyrule dlc uh mm-hmm. one of the packs is out right now i believe that's the character pack you get to, you can play as like impa shadow link and zelda and i think characters from uh crypt of the necrodancer but I'm not 100% sure on that. It's just other characters. Uh, they're doing a second DLC pack, which will add more music. Specifically, I think more remixes. And then the third DLC will let you play as Skull Kid from Majora's Mask. And will let you have a new map as well. Um, mm-hmm. Skull Kid can pick up like new masks and that changes up the gameplay and all that sort of stuff. And then they're putting out like a physical version of the game out on October 23rd. It has all the DLC included and stuff like that. Uh, that's cool. The game came out last year, so like it's interesting that they're waiting till now to put out DLC. DLC, but obviously, COVID stuff probably kind of put a little bit, bit. put a little bit of a hamper on that. But yeah, I like that game. I didn't get into it as much as like other people did. Like the music in it's real good. Um, so yeah, it's cool that they're putting out more stuff with that. I probably won't play that DLC though. If I'm being real, um, yeah, I didn't play the original, so yeah. Uh, next up is a game called Rogue Company. It's a third-person multiplayer shooter. Yep. I literally, I saw this and I was like, I'm just going to forward past this in the YouTube video. <laughs> I zoned out when I was watching it. I was like, oh, I'm done. Following, I didn't even know what it was called. Following that, we get WWE 2K Battlegrounds. I also zoned out at this. So you probably don't know about the the weirdness of this game. No. Um, 
So this is this is being put out in place of their annual regularly yearly uh 2k release so there's no wwe 2k 21 this year it's this this arcade hmm. uh more arcade brawler site type of game the reason for that is a wwe 2k 20 was an absolute train wreck and was critically panned across the board in a way that no wwe game has been in a long time <laughs> so they were like oh we gotta not do another one of these next year apparently uh, which is mostly just because like um the developers for the 2K games, uh, Ukes, long-time developers, basically basically got pushed out the door by Visual Concepts uh, last year in the last two years. And then Visual Concepts was like, yeah, we got to do another one of these games. We have no idea what to, what to make of their engine or anything. <laughs> so, like, there's rumors that they basically took the engine of WWE2K18 and used that to make 2K20. Because there's a lot of like the same kind of glitches and like weirdness of 2K20 that was in 2K18, and a lot of like the improvements in 2K19 are not there. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. But either way, this is the replacement for that. Um, oh boy! It could this game could be cool in terms of like being an arcade style wrestling game because there, God, there has not been a WWE arcade style wrestling game since WWE All Stars, and that was like in 2012. Um, but it's one of those things where you just gotta wait and see. Uh, and then they showed off something that had not been announced. Yep. And a very big surprise. Yep. I was like, what is happening right now? It was so exciting. Shin Megami Tensei 3 is getting an HD remaster. Yeah, it is. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That's, that is surprising. Also, um, it's coming to the PS4 as well. They obviously are not going to talk about that here. Um, right. But Yeah. That's I, wild. I'm I'm real real excited about that. Um, I was like when I was looking up trying to find this direct, I, I inadvertently saw that they they did talk about SMP five here, which that was the last thing they ended with, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they actually did that. And then like I was watching the direct, and you, you, I got a text from you saying, hey, they announced an SMT three remaster. I was like, the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, this yeah. is um, this is based on the like the late like the last version of it they did in japan that added in a uh, Rido from one of the other smt spinoffs so this does not have dante from the devil may cry series in it it's, unfortunately uh, devil summoner is that right i don't remember there's like 30 different titles for smt spinoffs it could be i just don't remember um which i think that version i don't sure if that version came out over here or not Devil Summoner. Is that what I said? I think so. Okay, cool. Yay, I win. Um, um, I don't know if it came out or not. This remaster is supposed to have a inclusion of difficulty options. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Which I don't know if that means like, hey, we're just at... So there's supposed to be like a merciful option and a hard option. I don't know if it's just like merciful is going to be the default difficulty from the original and the hard is just even harder or what they're doing. Ugh, <laughs> it's I a, hope... It's a mainline Shin Megami Tensei game. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard game. Yeah. I've only played like a very brief amount of SMT3. So like, I don't know a whole lot about it other than like, yo, we're getting some HD Kaneko art and I'm very jazzed about that. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not expect it to look as good as it does in motion. They put in some work to it. They definitely did. Which is, uh, this is surprising. Um... 
And I'll be honest, like it's been forever since I actually played three and mm. I never finished it because it was so hard. So like, I don't actually remember what happens. So it's going to be like a brand new game for me. Yeah. <laughs> Some people were theorizing that like the way SMT5 looks is that it could be based off of one of the endings from three. But I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I read on Twitter from uh, a person who used to do a lot of like Atlas translations and stuff. And he's a Japanese translator as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was saying how like it's very surprising that SMT3 is getting a remaster considering that it originally did not sell well. Hmm. And basically, if Persona 3 did not do well after like, after SMT3 came out, like Atlas was, was going to be in very big trouble of oh, going wow. under. So, wow. like, the fact that this is even coming out is kind of shocking. Huh. But, yeah, I, I'm excited to play SMT3 and very looking looking real good. Oh, the only thing that really bums me out about this game is that, man, like, seeing that good Conoco art is like, oh, man. There is an aesthetic to, like, 90s Atlas that just does not exist in current Atlas anymore. Yeah. Like, just look up interviews with, like, Kaneko uh, and Okada and just, like, look at the way those dudes look. <laughs> like, <laughs> they made Atlas, like, 90s Atlas have, like, just an aesthetic. And, like, that's just completely gone from the, the current company. Uh, SMT5 looks good. Um, it looks good. Hopefully but, it has difficulty options, too. Yeah, they they said this game is going to have a simultaneous worldwide release in 2021, but it's an Atlas game, so basically... You should probably push that back like two years at the earliest. Yeah, don't hold your breath. You'll yeah. die. Um, SMT3, I think, is coming out in Japan later this year and then supposedly next year over here. Yeah, it said 2021 here. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that was the Nintendo Direct Mini. Not featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Not featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series, unfortunately. <laughs> So that's uh, exciting. That is very exciting. Also, apparently they showed off some other games in the Japanese version of the Direct. Uh, they showed off a game called Sakana of Rice and Ruin, which is also coming out over here, so I don't know why they didn't talk about this. Hmm. But it's like, uh, it's, it's, it says it combines farming and platforming with RPG elements. All right. That sounds all right to me. It looks really it. cool, though. Like It's got like a nice art style to it, like some cool lighting. I think they also announced something else in the the Japanese direct as well, but I forget what it was. But yeah, that was the Nintendo Direct Mini. It went out with a bang. Started out pretty pretty for me. Like I said, I was kind of zoned out until I saw SMT three. I was like, "What?" It's exciting. Jack Frost is going to be like, he ho, mother I'm back. I hope that he actually says, he ho, mother I'm back. I really hope he does. Really should. It'd be great. Shout out to my boy Mothman. <laughs> Real ones know. Um, so yeah, that, that's cool. I'm like, obviously, they have not talked about us in T5 since the 2017 unveiling of the Switch which was three and a half years ago. And all we got was like the title and showing some personas, basically. Yep. So it's cool that they're they're finally showing some of that. And like, it's it's at least good that Nintendo had something for this to be 
I guess considered a direct. Like I don't think you could really call this a direct mini if it was just like those three games and then like just another third party game. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> like you needed a, a an SMT five, a Bayonetta, a Metroid Prime, whatever that is. Some kind of heavy. Yeah. You need a heavy hitter. Knock it out. And of the they, park. they nailed it. I'm excited about these. Yes. Um, we've played some games recently. We're going to talk they about them. Have. Uh, I'm going to talk about some basketball first. You are. Did you know basketball is my favorite sport? I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> that's a, is that's basketball a... your actual favorite sport? Yeah, most likely. Okay. Basketball is very fun. It was either basketball or some kind of wrestling. <laughs> some kind of wrestling. Um, so there's a thing in 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 like the the recent NBA 2K games where like you can download like this is obviously nothing super new. You can mm-hmm. download uh, user created rosters and user created draft classes. So you can basically take a franchise and kind of like reset it to a specific era of in, of basketball. And I've been watching uh, this one. 2k like youtuber slash twitch dude who goes by the name of dom 2k and he did he's doing one where he basically reset the nba back to like 1997 and it's just doing like sims through and seeing like what how the league evolves using all like the real draft classes and all that sort of stuff so i wanted to see like how easy that would be to do on console because like the way he's doing it is through like mods and all that sort of stuff which makes it a little bit easier um so i found like a person who created a roster that puts the the league back to the 1999-2000 season and then he's made like draft classes for each season all the way up to the current seasons essentially so i was like all right let's do this let's do the dang thing so i did that download all that and i've like now 10 years into this sim and it's very interesting like how things have changed how things kind of stay similar in a lot of ways um like the the first eight or so years, like there like there's a lot of parody in the league where like a lot of like different champions were emerging. There was only like one two time champion, and that was the Lakers, which is not surprising considering the Lakers were very good in the early two thousands. And this is a a scenario where the Lakers don't split up Kobe and Shaq. So like they've just been together for the last ten years, which seems very, very bizarre. <laughs> Um, and it's like it's cool because like you get some cool like storylines here and there of like interesting dynamics that that play out in a way that like is neat to see how like the computer is doing this like um real early on um the pistons decided to let their star player grant hill walk in free agency and they just and in that free agency they signed tracy mcgrady who's like an up-and-coming star from from toronto um grant hill goes to houston and then basically both of those two teams become like powerhouses in the East and West respectively. And then in the 2003 finals, they meet up and it's like, this is like a super cool culmination of this story that's like happened. Um, and then it's just like some weird, some real weird stuff. Like uh, the, the 2003 draft is like very infamous for having like a lot of talent. Like this is the draft that like LeBron comes from and all that sort of stuff. Um, he gets drafted to Seattle and then Seattle just loses their minds in this draft, and they're like, "Hey, we need to keep dra- moving up in the draft and getting more picks. We need to keep moving up in the draft and getting more picks. Keep moving up in the draft and getting more picks." And like they just like they decide to trade into the the first round like three more times for just whatever reason, 
just because it's like, oh my god, we got the best player to draft. We need, we need to, we need to keep going. We need to keep going. Um, and it's also been interesting because like I'm keeping the way that like the league moves realistic. So like at the end of the '09 season, Seattle moves to Oklahoma City. Um, the the Charlotte Hornets move to New Orleans, and then the Charlotte gets an expansion team later on, which is which makes it kind of weird because you have this like fake team out of like the other 29 that just loses all the time and it's just filled with like nobodies that you have to like make sure like oh we gotta like keep their roster clean of like them they can't sign free agents they can't draft anyone good so like it makes it a little bit more difficult but like it's been fun just to see like where all these like star players are now ending up um a lot of more just like players just like staying with their teams which makes it a little less fun because like you don't get to see like crazy moving and shake moves and shakes and all that sort of stuff. Except I did break the game as I'm no. in the 2010 season now, 2010, 2011. So the problem with uh, franchise mode and 2K games is that like if you get too far in, the salary, the expected salaries for like players kind of goes out of hand, and like it doesn't like um, it doesn't level out with like how much the salary cap like lets a team spend essentially. So. The end of the, at the end of the 2010 season, LeBron opts out of his player option, becomes a free agent. He is a 99 overall rated player, multiple time MVP at this point. He goes through free agency and does not get signed, which is basically and then like I looked out looked at all the teams afterwards and it's like no one had cap space for him because he wants like 200 million dollars for like a four year contract. And no one can afford that. And then, like, he's able to get picked up during the regular season, but, like, he signs a $2 million deal just basically to play for the minimum, which is incredibly unrealistic. <laughs> so I think essentially moving forward, I have to 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 essentially just turn salary cap off mm-hmm. and just let teams go hog wild, <laughs> which I think will make it a little bit more interesting because, like, if everyone just has unlimited money to spend on players, like players are probably going to move and go places that they might not, might not have normally gone before. Like they might not stay with the, the same team they've been with for the last like 10 seasons. They might be like, I want to go to this team. Cause they're going to offer me $300 million for no, no reason. <laughs> and I want to see the, I just want to see the, okay, like the first half of this, this sim has been, you know, kind of normal, but also kind of crazy. I want the back half of the sim to just go completely hog wild. Just be insane. I love it when things like that happen. So, like, I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, also like I I had my first dynasty happen, which was with the Portland Trailblazers. They won three straight titles, and then in this season, for whatever reason, they're like, "Hey, you know the player that has won three straight Finals MVPs for us? What if we trade him away?" And you, shockingly. They don't make the playoffs because of that. What? Which, like, they got kind of boned because they were in a four-way tie for, like, the sixth seed. Like, there was four teams that were 41 and 41. And I guess, basically, via tiebreakers, they are the ones that end up in the ninth seed and miss out on the playoffs. So they don't get to go for four straight championships. So, things are interesting. Things are interesting in the league. Chaos. Chaos. Um, 
And then also, like, in the 2001 season, Michael Jordan signed with the Celtics. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Isn't that your team? That is my team. They made The Celtics made a big three, like, seven years before they actually made a big three in real life. And it involved Michael Jordan coming to Boston. If they didn't win the championship, like, they came close. And I was like, this is, this is real dumb and probably unrealistic, but I am here for it. <laughs> and also, like, this is old Jordan, so, like, it's not like... He is in his prime in the 90s going to make Space Jam Jordan. <laughs> but he was still like a 95 overall in 2001 for some reason in this game. So, Out of 100? Out of 100. Wow. Was he even playing then? He Yeah, so he, like, so he retires in 98 mm -hmm. and then comes back in 2000 or 2001 to play for the Wizards for a couple years. Because like, he like owned part of the team, essentially. Okay. And then like he retires, I think, in 03 for good and oh, now, he, now, he, now he just hangs out in charlotte as he as he owns the hornets and trash talks his players at practice wait he trash talks his own players his own players yeah why does he do that because it's michael jordan wouldn't you want to encourage them that's not the way michael jordan is well michael jordan get it together he's like hey i'm going to just berate you and be a complete to you and that's how I'm going to make you better you know what I would do I would flip a table directly at Michael Jordan <laughs> that's why like when they did that documentary series about the 98 Bulls he was like coming he was coming out before the documentary was like was aired and was like yeah I think people are going to think that I'm a real a after this documentary comes out <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that he constantly said he took something personal yes <laughs> That's like the only thing I know about that documentary. <laughs> he sees he's just gonna see some player like out there like just acting real cool and stuff, and he's gonna be like, "I had to go one on one them and beat them. I took it personally." <laughs> oh man, I need I, to start using that line. I like to imagine in the sim that he 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 re-signed with like I think he signs with the Nets first and the Celtics, and it's like. Like, why did you come back to the league, Michael? And he's like, heard people were talking about me. I took that personally. <laughs> God. Anyways, that's basketball for you. I'm excited to see where the, these next 10 years go and then maybe beyond. And then I'll may, I may just redo it just with, like, different settings because I have, like, some – I think maybe the the sliders I have maybe kind of be a little funky, but we'll mm -hmm. see how that goes. Yes. Anyways, we also Basketball. played – an old game we did called donkey kong country because mm -hmm. it came out on the nintendo switch online super nintendo entertainment system for nintendo switch online <laughs> it's a mouthful it is a mouthful so this is a a platforming video game yeah um i was a huge huge fan of this when i was a kid like a real big fan mm-hmm uh, not so much now as an adult. <laughs> so this came out in 94. Yeah. I remember getting this game. So being I was what, very six? excited. I was four. Um, I played through all of the DKC games on the Super Nintendo. Same. At the time. Uh, yeah. I think we both made an agreement, like came to an agreement that like, this game is like a good just like kind of proof concept that they could make a good platformer for the, the Super Nintendo. And mm -hmm. then like DKC2 and DKC3 just like open the open the floodgates of like 
actual things they can do. Yeah, because, I mean, like, when you visited me, we played some DKC2, and, mm-hmm. like, we had a blast playing that. Like, it's hard, but we had a blast playing it together. And there were several times that I was just like... <sighs> And then there were a few times that you were just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just weird nostalgia, but like, I feel like there's more levels in this game than there's actually levels in this game. Like, I swear there's more than two minecart levels in this game. Right? But there's only two minecart levels in this game. I swear there were more. Maybe I'm just thinking DKC2. Maybe, but like, I, I vividly remember like this art style and like there being more to it. Yeah, same. But I remember not. there being more minecart levels. There were two. Uh, the 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 key thing we have to talk about is that I think this game looks like. <laughs> it is not aged well graphically. I still think it looks fine in terms of like playing it, but in terms of like the actual visuals to begin with, like the opening scenes and all that, do not look very good. Like essentially, this is them trying to make a 3D game on the Super Nintendo. A- a console that is not equipped to do 3D graphics. And this is obviously prior to the Saturn coming out, the PlayStation coming out, the N64 coming out. So, like, they can't really do what they're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, they used a similar art style in uh, or art technique, I guess, in um, Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked a little bit better than, but it's also, like, later in the SNES life cycle so like they've had more experience with it and like they tried i think they they try and do a little bit more artistically with that game than they do here like here there's like they're trying to make realistic ish 3d models Mm -hmm. in 94 yeah so like a lot of it just looks bad and i think a lot of it just like the way they try and utilize 3d in this game just makes everything so blurry like I don't it is know, blurry. I don't know if that if that just works better on like a CRT compared to playing it on like HD TVs nowadays. Like I I, I cannot remember that. Obviously, mm-hmm. like it's a completely different time, but like so much of this game just looks awful. Can we also talk about that intro with like the the roll up? <laughs> very good '90s. That's the good part of it. It's so '90s. <laughs> God, the the title screen just does like a roll up multiple times. Again, there is video of me doing the the dance that Donkey Kong does in the intro I, to Donkey Kong Country. I need to see this video. I need you to find it and I need you to send it to me. I'd, I'd have to find where it's at, but yeah, there is video of me doing that dance. Oh my god, which we were talking about. That is definitely the precursor to the DK rap. It, yeah, like. From the first, from this first game, you can tell what direction they're going with in terms of how they want to market Donkey Kong now, to mm-hmm. to to really be hip with the the teen the the teens and kids of the nineties. Oh man, I love the like intro, even though it looks like garbage now. With uh, cranky, just like with the I forget what those things are called, gamophone. Is that what that sounds called? right. Uh, he's like sitting there with the old like music going and then just gets like destroyed by a boom box and DK comes in like let's dance yo let's listen to this hip hop version of the song it's so funny like it is it is super 90s in every way possible it very much like, is could have like put sunglasses on it that it would have been a little more 90s but mm-hmm. that's that's funkies 
Funky's realm. I'm dying. Funky mode. There we go. I can breathe again. Please breathe. It'll be I'm nice. trying. Whew. So yeah, this is a essentially kind of like a reboot of the Donkey Kong franchise because like they hadn't really done much with it since uh, Donkey Kong Three. Um, I think like Donkey Kong had shown up in like Super Mario Kart, maybe some other cameos since then. But like he hadn't had his own game since the arcade games, essentially. Right, and even in Mario Kart, like his his uh, art style was the old art style. Right. And this is the first debut of like DK and his new iteration that we've had ever since. Correct. Which I mean is understandable because they're. Like, their argument, which we were talking about DK lore, their argument is that Cranky was the original Donkey Kong. And this is Donkey Kong Jr. Yes, and so, like, that explains why he's aesthetically different. But, you know. Also, I found out via you that Diddy is not his son, and I always thought he was his son. I always Wikipedia thought he was Wikipedia tries son. to tell you that he's his nephew, and that's it, not true well, either. It's not his nephew. It's he's like a nephew. Like a nephew. Who does Diddy belong to? Diddy's parents come get your kid. <laughs> My little buddy. But like they all have that's the last name Kong. Which I guess that's not really something you could use because like Dixie is also Dixie Kong and she's dating Diddy Kong and we don't we don't want to go in that direction. So right. Maybe maybe just like. They're all named Kong, and they just hang out together. I don't know. Donkey Kong lore is a whole thing. Like, isn't there a whole thing about, like, a Donkey Kong war? I That sounds right. But that's it's, that's stuff they introduced in, like, DK64, isn't it? The Kong Wars? Because um, it's think... a bad game. Can I, can I read you this excerpt about Diddy Kong from the Donkey Kong Country manual? Please. Although he would never admit it, Diddy Kong is a Donkey Kong wannabe. Oh, no! His ambition in life is to be a video game hero just like the big guy. And although Donkey Kong would never say it to Diddy's face, the kid has potential. He's fast, agile, and has the heart, of to, be, has the heart to be a world-class video game hero. He just needs a little more experience. And of course, exposure... Oh my god. Um yeah, so the Kong Wars are a thing. It says it takes place between the classic arcade game Donkey Kong 3 and Donkey Kong Country. Uh it is never wait, it's never directly spoken of. Funky is apparently like the brown baron and he was the greatest pilot in the war. I mean, he is a he is a pilot. Mhm. Mm That's definitely a retcon, because let me tell you about Funky Kong in the Donkey Kong Country Manual. Uh-oh. And it says, and I quote, Although Funky hates to go on adventures himself, he's too laid back. He keeps up on the island scene, may have usual information, useful information at the times. He's too laid back. He doesn't want to do anything. Ace Wait. Pilot? Nah. Donkey Kong Jr. likely fought in the war against Mr. X in order to keep his son and family safe. Who's Mr. X? I don't know. 
Oh my god. Oh, they actually they go they pretty much come out and say that Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong from the original games in the manual. And Donkey Kong that we play as is Donkey Kong the third, apparently. You're Donkey Kong the third. What? But they do come out and say that he is. Yeah, like the the OG. The first line is like, hey, Cranky Kong is Donkey Kong from the original Donkey Kong arcade games. Wow. He didn't age well. Although he, this is about Donkey Kong. Although he's not a relative, although he is a relative of the classic arcade character, Country's Donkey Kong is a totally new character with a new look, new moves, and a new attitude. Also, there's a bit about Candy Kong in the manual. Oh. Let me tell you about Candy Kong. Candy Kong is the banana of Donkey Kong's eye and one of his closest friends. Although everyone assumes that they will get married someday, Donkey Kong's just not ready to settle down yet, in Candy's opinion. Candy is also very fond of Diddy and would pinch his little cheeks at every opportunity. If she had the frames of animation to do it, Donkey and Diddy will meet up with Candy often as they search for the missing bananas. When they do, Candy will give them the chance to save their progress of the game. So there you go. That's, that's, That's what she is. So she's in love with Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong is not... He's like, not- I gotta go do some adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Donkey Kong lore is a whole thing. I can't believe. I did not realize that Donkey Kong, as we know it, is Donkey Kong the <laughs> third. Cranky says about the warning of not co- making copies of this game. Copy? Who would want to copy this game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did tell us at the end that uh, that he could have done it in one life and like in an hour. He's he is the original speedrunner of Donkey Kong Country. It's true. He's much better than us. So yeah, um, this game feels very imbalanced in terms of the difficulty and levels because like. I feel like halfway through the game, you start seeing like opening levels being way way more difficult, and then like once you get into the later levels, it's kind of easy. Mm-hmm. It's real weird. Maybe it's like because we were coming in cold and we had to get our our Donkey Kong legs under us again. But like, I feel like that would be the other way around. Yeah. Well, it. It took us a while to get in the swing of things, and hey, there there were also moments that, uh, like, both of us just said stupid stuff. Although, like, you were definitely carrying the team in this. Hey, you also carried the team at some points. <laughs> you were a big help. Yay! A big help. Yay! Did you know secret areas in this game were were added to the game because they were inspired by Mario and the Indiana Jones films? That's a thing that apparently is in this Wikipedia page. All right. Sure. <laughs> um, shout out to David Wise. Good soundtrack. The uh, soundtrack's killer. That's one thing that could be said about like all the Donkey Kong Country games is that like the soundtracks, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Except for maybe that like rap version at the beginning. No, no, it's it's also very good. Or hip hop, if you want to say hip hop instead of rap. The DK Island Swing was inspired by jungle and tropical theme music Wise had been listening to, while K Rule's theme was heavily influenced by the work of Iron Maiden. <laughs> Wait, the what? <laughs> Can't say I expected that one. Now you know. Now I know. And also, like, apparently there's speculation that Cranky is... So, Cranky is Donkey Kong's grandpa. Yes. But there's speculation that he's also Funky's grandpa. So, are they brothers or, like, cousins or... Well, maybe Donkey Kong Jr. had a brother. That's what I'm saying. Cousins. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Man... I need, like, an official DK family tree. I would much prefer that than, like, the Zelda <laughs> timeline. Man, why hasn't there been one of those? There should be at this point. Like, I just need to understand this family tree. It matters way more to me than the Zelda timeline. It really, really does. Because, like, one actually matters. The other one does not at all. At all. You don't have to connect them. It doesn't matter. But the Kongs, you need to connect. D.K. Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, would you like to take a guess on how many units this game sold in its first holiday season? The, the holiday 94. I would speculate a lot. That Yes. Um, I don't know what normal numbers were back then, honestly. Just take a guess. Uh, I don't know, man. Is it like too much to guess a million? <laughs> That's low. Really? Six million. Ooh, wow. Uh, it would go on to sell over nine million units and became, became the third best-selling Super Nintendo game. And also set the record for the fastest-selling video game at the time. What's one two? That's what I'm trying to look. Uh, Super Mario World, which okay. sold 20 million units. Jesus. And then followed by Super Mario All Stars. Okay. Huh. Which sold 10 and a half million units. Oh, but also, the top five games were pack-in games at some point. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, the games was shipped with. Okay, games was shipped with Super Nintendo consoles during its production period. So yeah, they were pack-in titles at some point. So I think that might inflate it a bit. Mm -hmm. um, four is Super Mario Kart. Five is Street Fighter 2. Six is DKC2. Seven is Link to the Past. Eight is Josie's Island. Nine is Street Fighter 2 Turbo. And then ten is DKC3. Eleven, Final Fantasy 6. Nice. But this is like worldwide numbers as well. So that's why you get, get, get games like Dragon Ball Z on at number 44. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z at number 30. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. So yeah, Don Donkey Kong Country, it was a big game. Um, but I don't know how well it's aged. Like The platforming's still good. It's just a little bit frustrating at the time. It's, or at times and all that sort of stuff. But like, visually, it looks like doo-doo. <laughs> and they made better games with those sequels. Let's be real. They definitely did. They did. 
Um, also, if we're talking about Donkey Kong games that came out in 94, Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, probably a better game than this. DK94 is an excellent game. Which they should put on the Switch as well, even though there's no Game Boy for Nintendo Switch Online sort of thing. <laughs> but they should put that on the Switch regardless, because that game rules. I don't know that I played it. So, do you know what it, like, it does? No. It's basically, so it's a remake of the arcade game. And you play through, like, the first couple of levels of the arcade. And then, like, it branches out into, like, a whole separate game with, like, its own levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, they add, like, they add more gameplay. So, like, Mario has, like, a backflip. And, like, he can spring jump and all this sort of stuff. What? Yeah, like, it's really cool. And, like, there's just a ton of levels to it. Like, they they do, like, this is, like, one of the best remakes out there like they, this game rules it's really good um hopefully at some point they add dkc2 and dkc3 to the nintendo switch online super nintendo entertainment system for nintendo switch online even though like it'll probably happen in like seven thousand years i really want it and i really want to play it with you the release schedule for these games are now just well they, they were terrible before yeah we had a global pandemic because they're just like i don't know we're not gonna do these monthly anymore <laughs> We're having a real hard time finding these ROMs <laughs> because we took them all down off the internet. I mean, we had such a good time when we were playing DKC2 at my apartment. Yeah. Like, that was super fun. And I actually don't suck at that one. I'm, I'm much better at DKC2. Even though I do specifically remember several times where we just, like, ate it in lava when we were playing. That's true. It's, it also just feels kind of wild that, like, they put out all three of these games in three years. Jesus, that's impressive. DKC was 94, DKC2 was 95, basically around the same time, and then DKC3 was 96, just around the same time as well. Wow. Yeah, I felt like I remembered this one pretty well, but I guess I didn't. Yeah, like it's 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 a it's one of the things. It's like, man, nostalgia is real weird. Mm-hmm. Makes you remember some funky things. Hey, funky mode. <laughs> I feel like I'll, I well, I definitely remember DKC two much better. I don't know that I'll remember three that much because it was hard for me to rent it. I feel like I remember some of like the weird DKC three is weird. It is weird. It's very weird because it's got like a lot of just like bizarre secret stuff in there. Mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff so like i remember some of that stuff but not like all of it also like it has like this weird like the map is like open world yeah dkc3 is weird it's got kitty kong and his pjs yeah his little onesie it's a weird game but yeah like i remember <laughs> some of dkc2 i don't remember like a ton of it off the top of my head like i might remember more of dkc3 honestly really yeah hmm. so yeah we played a game. We played a game. And then we played another game that was free on PlayStation Plus some time ago. And it was so funny because you're like, we should play this. And I'm like, wait, what? You're like, yeah, we should play this. And then I downloaded it like a day or two before it went off of being free. Mm-hmm. And we've been playing it. We have been playing it. A little game you might know as Farming Simulator 19. <laughs> <laughs> 
We've been playing the game. We've been playing We're that. farmers. We're farmers. So, you know, they're not kidding when they call this a farming simulator. Nope. <laughs> this is very much one of them sim games. To where, like, it's very realistic and all of that sort of stuff. Um, this is, like, the 11th iteration of farming simulator or something Seriously? maybe not not 11 uh this, this this series dates back to farming simulator 2008 wow i did not know that where you could only you you could only get wheat as your crop and there was one licensed manufacturer oh my god and now it's like one of the biggest games out there i cannot believe like that's wild to me i, I always hear like people will talk about going to gamescom and they will always mention that, like, while, like, you know, Gamescom is super packed and everything, one of the biggest booths that will be over there is the Farming Simulator booth. I can't believe. Like, this game is huge over in Europe. Huge. Why? People just love them some simulation. I think, like, the, that the, the culture over there just loves simulation games for whatever reason. Um, and they just really took to this series in particular. Hmm. To where, like, it just blew it blew up in a way that, like, people over here had to take notice and be like, what's going on? <laughs> Farming? Farming? I would have loved to be in, like, the pitch room for, like, when the developers of Giant Software were going to, like, manufacturers of, like, farming equipment and stuff and being like, Hey, so can we get like a lot of like images and stuff to scan to put in our video game? And people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we want to scan your tractor. Yeah, we want to put your tractors, your all your farming equipment that you sell, put it in the game. It's like what? And then like I'd imagine like it's like companies being like, no, go away. And then this game making millions upon millions of dollars and them coming back being like, so you want to get in the game now? They're like, yes, please, please let us be in your game. <laughs> <laughs> we would very much like that. So yeah, like this is very, it's very sim. Very sim. You have like, we had to look up how to do things because it's like, it does not tell you right off the bat. Like, I don't know if that's, that's just because like we didn't go through like tutorials or anything like that. Um, we just started off with just playing a multiplayer server and doing it that way. But, like, it's rough if you don't know what yep. you're doing. Nope. Had no idea what we were doing. We broke our first farm. <laughs> Did break our Had to get, farm. A, get another farm. <laughs> we ran out of money. We ran out of money. Uh. We so Gremlin Land Part Two. Gremlin Land Part Two because we got that government subsidy, baby. Baby. One of the cool There's things. So many mods. Yeah, one of the cool things about this game is that like there is really good mod support for like the console versions, mm -hmm. to where like you can add like new maps, new equipment, new vehicles, new gameplay elements, new buildings, like all sorts of stuff. And like like a lot of this is all free. Like they like they put out their own like paid DLC of like specific brands and stuff like that but like there's so much just like weird stuff that you can just like download put it in your game and like it's it's good to go like there's a seasons mod that like literally makes it so like you have to deal with like temperature ground temperature and like work around like all of the different seasons in a year and all that sort of stuff which is really cool mm -hmm. 
Like obviously we we tried to start with that and it was like we're starting in winter. Help. And the it was like, was frozen. I was like we got to turn this off. Yeah. Um also we somehow did not realize that you I, I don't I feel like this was a, a setting because we started in winter and like that was just like the game being like you can't grow plants in winter, dummy. Don't even try. So like we 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 put down like we plowed our fields, we put down seeds and everything and we're like When's these, when are these plants going to grow? Is this going to really take a long time? Is this going to be like a realistic time frame for when they grow? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm an idiot. And I just had plant growth on off. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just like taking care of our critters that we got and mm-hmm. um, waiting for everything to grow. We're like, this, this really isn't growing at all. Um, When's this going to happen? I had, I had to look up like, why are plants growing? And it was like, Hey, there's a setting you might want to turn on. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I should have done that. We uh we started Gremlin Land with trees. Yeah, so like we were we we're like, we need to make money to buy stuff. So we're like, let's just buy a plot of land and cut down trees and chop it up and make money. And then we just started making money hand over fist, and it was like, okay, we'll just buy whatever we want <laughs> we kind of broke the game in that way yeah i think last we checked we had like 38 million or something yeah very casually casual <laughs> it was wild it's real dumb uh we had some sheep we had some sheepies had some chickens the chickens like to do it they like to do it a lot gotta feed them gotta give them all the foods and then they're like here's a bunch of eggs also, they just, like, throw their food out a lot. They're like my cats. They do. They're just, like, they're messy. Messy eaters. And they're like, oh, God, I gotta clean this up. Dump it on the side of the... <laughs> on the side of the hill. The hill right there by the chicken coop is just covered in feed. Yep. <laughs> my bad. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's, it's very much a le- legitimate farming type of game. You have to, like, plow your fields. You have to then plant seeds you have to weed your fields if they're getting weeds you have to harvest some of our potatoes withered some of our potatoes withered which is a bummer um there's a bunch of equipment you can get into and like it's all like rendered really well they like you can tell like they got like all like the actual equipment to look at and all that sort of stuff which is cool because like mm-hmm. I, I, when am i ever going to be in farming equipment to look around and be like oh this is cool look at all these screens and stuff yeah it's wild when you go in first person mode in the actual uh Equipment, which some of that equipment looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, it looks scary. And, like, all that stuff is, like, real high res, too. So, like, it's it looks really good, which is kind of surprising yeah. sometimes for consoles to, to get that high res. So, like, it all looks really good. Except for the running animation. Oh, God, the, the, the player running animation is terrifying. It's so terrifying. It's terrible, but also very good because you look like a just a monstrosity. You look like a cryptid. It's so funny because like the player character itself doesn't look that great to begin with. But then like you have that character run is like ah Also you run so fast, like you can run pat you can run faster than some of the equipment can go. Yeah, I ran past you many times because I was just like, I don't want to drive, so I just ran. And there you go. <laughs> There's the cryptid. He likes to jump on the roof. <laughs> yes, uh, we we have a farmhouse where Al just jumps on the roof all the time, just hangs mm-hmm. out. 
And then the last time we played, I was like, what if I just jump the jump? I got a car that was a mod that's basically it's like a Ford Mustang. And I was like, hey, what if I jump the house with this car? <laughs> you got stuck in the sheep pen a few times. So I had to let you out. I got stuck in the sheep pen. But like, hey, that car goes real fast and you can do some cool jumps with it. Oh man, that last one that we did with uh, "My Heart Will Go On" was just perfect, like, perfectly timed. Everything about it was perfect. I told you I was gonna cue up some jumping music, and like I wanted you to hear the opening notes so you would know what I was doing. And then, like as I saw you coming, I was like, "All right, I gotta skip to it." So I skipped to the climax of the song. They're like, "You're here, part." It was great because, like, <laughs> right as you hit that hill, it started in the climax of that song. It was just perfect. It was the best. It was so funny. Um, really good. There was also, like, some minor details in there that were fun. Like, the the weird cave with, mm -hmm. like, the blanket and the radio and the chair. And then, like, the, the like, farming simulator uh, or jet, jet, what was it? Jet farm simulators and like that. Yeah, like it was an arcade machine. It was broken. I was sad, but like just weird, like something... little details that they just throw in the map that like you probably would never really try and go out your way to see. Unless you're me and you're just like, huh, wonder what's out there. Yeah, there was like the uh, like the whale bones at one point, mm -hmm. and we went to the lighthouse. That was pretty cool. There's the the cult. I found the cult with like the people who are going in circles on the beach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, where are these people going? So I was following them. You're like, don't join a cult. <laughs> don't do not do that. But it's interesting because, like, they, they they do, like, a really good job of, like, modeling just, like, a, a nice town for you to, to be in and all that sort of stuff. And it's, like, it's full of weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In a way I that, wouldn't expect it. Yeah, like, I wonder, like, I wonder how detailed, like, those mod towns get into. Like, I would doubt they're as full of weird stuff, but you never know. Like, there's also a mod in that game that's, like, Hey, what if we just had Rocket League, but in Farming Simulator? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a real thing you can download. Oh my god. That game's weird. But it's also cool at the same time. Like, I've, en I've enjoyed my time playing that game, because, like, there's a, there's just a... It, it hits that part of my brain where I can just, like, zone out and be like, Ah, oh, yes, I'm doing a task. <laughs> this is my... This is what I am doing. And also it gives us good time to talk about weird stuff. <laughs> And be cryptids. And be cryptids. And jump on the roof a lot. And we got a dog. We got a dog that we can play. I can't pick up things. You can play fetch with it. You can pet it. You can feed it. Yeah, you can rub its belly. It's real but good. I can't. I can't pick up things most of the time. I spawn in, so I can't play fetch most of the time. You're just broken. You're a broken cryptid. It's true. Like every time I like go to pick something up, it's just like, what if you drop this immediately? I'm like, oh no. Terrible. Terrible. <sighs> yeah, that's farming similar is weird. It's wild. Mm -hmm. We grew corn and potatoes and um got lots of potatoes. Got a lot of potatoes. Mm -hmm. Too many potatoes. We learned that being a potato farmer probably sucks. Yeah, probably sucks real bad. Like that is not a fun job. Nope. I was like, oh man, potatoes. I want to be a potato farmer because I love potatoes. And like anybody who knows me knows I love potatoes. Uh, I do not want to be a potato farmer ever, 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 ever. No. Ever. It sucks. Corn farmer seems pretty all right. You get a cornfield. Mm -hmm. You can hide in it. Yeah, we were running around hiding from each other. Uh, 
harvesting it real easy because like the harvester the the header for the harvester very wide get a lot of get a lot of stuff in one go jealous jealous you do like two strips with a potato one <laughs> i mean i can only do two strips with mine because like i would be at 80 percent once i'm done and i'm like well time to go to the, the go to the truck and dump <laughs> ah farming yeah and like that creepy dude wanted us to harvest his stuff and we didn't do it yeah you can do like contracts if you want money and it's basically people like hey we do my do my field work for me (laughs) which like understandable now because it sucks yeah (laughs) it sucks real bad so if you're a potato farmer it's not fun Mm -mm. don't be a potato farmer anything else potatoes but all we know is corn and potatoes it's true but there's like a lot there's a lot of other stuff you can actually grow it's not We've just seen, corn and potatoes. Like, grass and soybeans and sugar beets mm-hmm. and I forget what else is in there. Wheat. Wheat. Uh canola. Mm-hmm. Cannot grow the one weed. There's no we mod can't. for that. <laughs> we looked. At least on console. Rude. I guess that probably would have been flagged pretty quickly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Would have been funny though. Yeah, I would have. I would have downloaded it because <laughs> it would have been pretty funny. Really funny. So yeah, eventually, uh, I'm sure we will conquer the entirety of the town with Gremlin Land. It's like this is our this is our land now. All this, it's ours, all of it, every single bit. The cult that's ours now. <laughs> yep that that's our cult. We own this cult that- now. That's our whale bones. Yep. That's our, that's our arcade, lighthouse. That's our arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm. Our Beauty and the Beast waterfall area. Yep. That's ours. Everything you see, it's ours. Yep. It's ours. Except for the things we can't actually buy. It's true. Not ours. Not ours. But one day, one day we'll have the entirety of the town. It will be called Gremlin Land. <laughs> Gremlin Land. <laughs> Gremlin land. <laughs> and they'll just be like, look at these weird farmers who own this entire town just jumping over their house with their cars. Wee. <sighs> Can you imagine what that would be like if this were a real town? It would just be chaos. It'd be real dumb. And then like... You know, sometimes you get stuck in the ravine and you have to go bump it with a tractor to make sure you're free. As you do. As you do. <laughs> sometimes you just get a little stuck. A little, little stuck every once in a while. Need a little help from your friend. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing over the, the last bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Farming and basketball and Donkey Kong. D K, Donkey Kong. <laughs> He's not a farmer. Nope. Just bananas. He could be a banana farmer. He could be a banana farmer. He's more like a banana hoarder. Yeah. That's true. Those are gonna go bad. He needs to eat them quickly, or make banana pudding, or like. Banana bread. 
banana cream pie, something that you make when your bananas are super ripe. Or just throw them at someone. Or do that. That's where all the, the banana peels from Mario Kart come from is his <laughs> his bananas that went bad because he hoards them. His banana peel company. <laughs> God. <laughs> ah! Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. It's going to do it. If you would like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.Cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Anime Checkup and Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well, like the ongoing One Shining Moment series. Yeah. That's still going for another few weeks. Mm-hmm. You have an article coming up this this week after we have after Saturday. Okay. So next week for for where you are right now, not to freak you out or anything, but I do have I, I wrote it. Yes, I did the thing. So I will be up on the site again, real soon. Yay! Uh, speaking of, if you would like more from her, go to go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter, twittercom checkup. And you can support us on Patreon, patreoncom sacova. Buy us a slice of pizza, gets get access to unedited versions of the podcast and other cool features as well. Yum yum. Next week, you're probably going to talk about that Paper Mario. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to beat it so that we could talk about it. I could talk about it, and you can comment on my talking about I'm it. Like yes, yes, comments. Hello. <laughs> Paper Mario. So we'll talk about that next week, maybe question mark, most likely. It's it seems like I'm nearing the end. Cool.